Hi, everybody. My name is Rafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. Before we get started, let me tell you a bit about Cave Day, which leads group-focused sessions for a worldwide community every day on Zoom. As translators, we were already used to working from home. However, since the COVID-19 pandemic hit, our home office has not quite been the same, has it? Maybe your roommate or spouse is working from home too, and your kids may be having distance learning sessions during the day. Between that and our phones, emails, texts, chats, notifications, cravings, feelings, many of us are having a hard time focusing. But in order to do our work and meet our deadlines, we need to find a way to hit the flow state. Cave Day is like a group fitness class, but for work. A trained guide leads check-ins, deep work sprints, and energizing breaks. Cave Day members say that they can get two and a half times more work done while they're inside the cave. And many finish their entire day's work in only four hours. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could avoid distractions, stop procrastinating, and get all our translation projects done in a half day's work? What would you do with the rest of your day after you had a chance to become focused and productive that way? If you want to find out, join the world's most focused community. Translation Confessional listeners can try a free three-hour session inside the cave. Visit caveday.org using the promo code TRANSLATION, all caps, and become more focused and productive today. Playing tag with cat tools. As promised, I'm coming back once again with another cat-focused episode. If you haven't listened to the last three episodes yet, check them out to get a broad idea of what cat tools are all about and things you must keep in mind when setting up your translation memories and glossaries. And don't forget to check the link I left here for you so you can watch some short videos that explain how cat tools are extremely helpful for people like us who translate day in and day out. The topic I wanted to focus on today is using tags in cat tools. If you're unfamiliar with tags, they're actually little codes that show up in certain files once you import them into a CAT tool to record your translation. Let's say you have a Word document full of sections in bold or italics, underlined, in different colors. That kind of font formatting would show up in a CAT tool as a tag, so everything would be converted back to the target document once you export your translation. So, if you were translating a news article, for example, and the headline is in bold, and the byline is in italics, there will be tags around the respective words to indicate that special formatting. The same happens with hyperlinks. Still using the news article as an example, if the story needs to make reference to another article, some words in the middle of a paragraph could contain a link to that other story, right? 
So bringing the document you're translating into your CAD tool will result in tags being put around the words that have been selected to function as hyperlinks. And to make sure your translation is formatted the same way as the original, you'd have to add those same tags in the correct place to leave those words in bold and italics or as hyperlinks too. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It all sounds pretty intuitive, doesn't it? Well, let me tell you, working with tags can sometimes become a real nightmare, though. I'll tell you all about it right after this. Before we continue, I wanted to tell you a bit about Swordfish. I have been using it as my main CAD tool since 2008, and it has really helped me improve my productivity as a translator. I separated my translation memories per client, and I have a multilingual glossary that I'm constantly updating in my four working languages. Version 4 just came out, and I'm blown away by how streamlined the entire process has become. I've noticed that the response time is much faster. If you'd like to give Swordfish a try, go to this webpage, bit.ly slash tc swordfish. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly slash tc S-W-O-R-D-F-I-S-H. Swordfish. Hope you like it. The worst case scenario when it comes to seeing tags all over the place is when I receive a PDF and it needs to be converted into an editable document. Microsoft Word is definitely our friend when it comes to translating documents. But it can become a real villain when we do PDF-to-doc conversions. Let me get a little technical here. During a PDF-to-doc conversion, Microsoft Word can sometimes add way too many tags to a converted document. This is mostly due to the fact that Word has so many options for very sophisticated document layouts and all the formatting is indicated behind the scenes by, you guessed it, tags. When you import a converted document into a cat and all you see is tags, it really becomes impractical to translate around all of them. Especially when you consider the fact that different languages have different sentence structures, right? Let's say that you're translating a simple sentence. The young girl was playing with a big brown dog. I can only speak about my working languages, but that sentence in English will have to have words all switched around to be natural in Portuguese, Spanish, and Italian. Maybe in your language, too. If I were translating it into Portuguese, 
it would come out something like this. The girl, young, was playing with the dog, brown and big. Okay, but what does it all have to do with tags, you might ask? Well, what if the nouns girl and dog and the adjectives young, big and brown had tags all around them? For example, girl and dog could have links to pictures of a girl and of a dog. And then young could be in italics, a big could be bold, and brown would be, well, the color brown. Each one of these formatting tags would be shown in the respective cat tool segment you're about to translate. They could be represented by numbers. So there's a little tag with the number one in it before and after the word girl. Then there's a little tag with the number two in it before and after the word dog. So on and so forth. You get the idea. And when you have to switch the word order to make sure your translation reads naturally, the respective tags have to be placed correctly, or the girl will point to the link with a picture of a dog and vice versa. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an overly simplified example. And I know it can get a little confusing if you've never seen what a tag looks like before. So if you can imagine a sentence, a paragraph, a page full of tags, it will definitely slow the process down while you're translating it into your target language. Regular documents will not look as overwhelming as the picture I'm trying to paint to you right now. But a PDF to doc conversion? Oh, that kind of document can definitely get very overwhelming. The good news is that there are ways around it. There are macros that you can run in the background in Word to remove all the unnecessary tags. Those tags there are invisible to the naked eye because they've been added behind the scenes during the conversion process. And once they're removed from the document, they won't change the layout and won't be brought into a cat tool to give you nightmares. If you ever find yourself in this situation, let me know and I can point you in the right direction to clean your Word files before you can finally roll up your sleeves and get to work without having to play tag with your cat tool. For a few weeks here at Translation Confessional, I'm highlighting some other aspects of cat tools because I don't want to overload anyone with too much technical information in a single episode. I'm also brainstorming an online session about it with some video demos, so stay tuned for upcoming news flash episodes here. If you already use a cat tool, I'm curious to know what your experience has been like. Send me a message or leave a voicemail telling me what program you use and what you like about it. Now, if you're a translator and haven't tried out a cat tool yet, I highly recommend that you take advantage of 30-day free trials offered by many cat tools out there. 
so you can get an idea of what they're all about, whether you're translating technical documents or more creative content. I'm sure a cat will come in handy and you'll see a boost of productivity once you come to the top of your steep learning curve. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.